Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. This week is Scam Awareness Week. And normally we'd go, so what? But this, we really need to pay attention because just this year alone, $222 million has been lost to scams by Australians. Um, I guess because we're in lockdown and we're more vulnerable to all this kind of stuff with people working remotely and people having access to your computers, all kinds of things. We thought we'd get the big guns in to help us so we don't get caught out. Our next guest is a scam expert to talk us through some of the biggest ones going around and how to protect ourselves. Aaron Bugle, hello. G'day, how are you? Hey, We're Aaron. very well. So, $222 million this year alone. Why are we so susceptible at the moment? Well, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, a lot of us are, are sitting at home, working on our computers, trying to do our work. Um, and we're actually quite comfortable in our own home. So our defences, our guards might be just down a little bit. And so when we get those calls that sort of ask us to do something with a little bit of pressure, we tend to comply a lot easier and, and we, we part with our money. So the cyber criminals are very successful at the mm. moment. Just by answering a call, can they get the intel? So, for example, I had a call yesterday from ASIC and it said, uh, I'm going to get arrested and I'm going to go to jail and what I have to do is press one on my phone and then talk to one of their operators. The better part of me, you know, I hung up, but the other part of me was just curious. So if I'd gone to the next level and pressed one, what would have happened? Yeah, well, I think, I think there's two things there to take away is that you've done the right thing to, to, to hang up the phone immediately because that was an absolutely, you know, legitimate, illegitimate scam call. So the second thing is, is could you have gotten caught by pressing one? Maybe, maybe not. It absolutely depends on what the scammers were trying to achieve at the end. Some of them just want a copy of your voice if you're, you're saying any words on the call, oh, they might record wow. it to use it against you in some sort of like online, you know, you get those systems that say, please say your name yeah. and you say Aaron. And then and they use that as a form of identification. So you've got to be really careful of those calls that you hang up straight away. Mm. Um, but those calls from ASIC, from the ATO, you'll get a lot of calls right now from parcel delivery services. They yes. may not say Australia Post. They may not say UPS or FedEx or Amazon. They'll say delivery and they'll try to get you to do something click through the links, get somebody on the line, and that's when the pressure tactics hit. The, the risk of, of retribution if you don't comply with their demands, you might like, get a penalty, but they'll just try to part you and your money. Mm. Are they the biggest ones? And are they the ones that we're most vulnerable to at the moment? Like, how, If you have deli- ordered something, and many of us have, obviously, in lockdown, how do you know whether it's legitimate? And, and you know, wh- what do you do? I think the, the the thing is is that we've just got to be a little bit more mindful ahead of time when we set out to do things. And, and yeah, absolutely, it's coming up to Christmas where we're all waiting on a million packages to be delivered. But just have some level of expectation that you know you're expecting a parcel from Amazon, or if it's coming via Australia Post. And if it is part of of Australia Post or Amazon. They both provide legitimate tracking services through their legitimate website. So mm. make sure you register with My Post, with Australia Post, to get your My Post delivery updates and trust that one truth of source, that source of truth. What about your iPhone? I look at smartphones and they have so much information on it. And then you hear those stories about those dudes that walk around and they've got like a, a thing that can skim your phone as you walk past it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The the NFC card readers and skimmers they 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 were pretty big at a time, and I think they still are. And you've just got to be a little bit cautious that if you're going to enable things like contactless payment through your cards and so forth, that you've got limits that are set up. But as I tell my family and friends, you know, new things are popping up every day. 
just don't get your statements that come in via email or the post and just ignore them. Go through them. Mm-hmm. And if you see a charge on there that, that you don't recognise and you can't uh, validate as actually you know, performing, contact your bank straight away and dispute the charges. Now, it might come back that it was a coffee you bought you know, two months ago in some you know, back street of, of Melbourne. But you know, if, if, it, if it wasn't, at least you've caught it, at least you've lodged it and that money can be returned in, in some way, shape, or form. Because this happened to us the other day as well. We had these small payments, like for $40 for something mm. on Facebook, and I looked at it and I said, well, what's this? And then we rang the bank and we discovered that over a few months we've been paying this little $40 theme. It's a scam, but they're testing the water to see how much you're, how much you're how paying attention. How diligent you are. That's right. And you're usually small ones, isn't it? I think mm. I've got the nail salon for was charging me, and I wasn't going to a nail salon, but it was 50 bucks a month or something. Isn't that for you? No. Look at my nails. What a rip-off. <laughs> well, Aaron, and if we come across a scam, yeah. are we just relieved we don't fall for it or should we report it? Uh, absolutely report it. If you think, if you think you've been scammed or, or if it's the, the start of a scam, absolutely report it. I mean, scamwatch.gov.au is a, is a great resource for everybody to go and read about the types of scams, you know, how the scammers work. Mm. And also it gives you some pointers on, you know, when we're chatting to people like your mates, your, your, your next door neighbours, whoever it might be, just just talk about it because you'll find out these little tricks that the scammers use on a per-situational basis. Yeah. And by being aware of how they operate, we can spot them earlier and we can we can drop their calls and kick them out and, and not fall victim and lose money. Mm. And I'm thinking about that light, those light rail carriages that we bought from the Spaniards. You know, that was the biggest scam of all, but that's for <laughs> another time. We can't help the big scams. That's uh, for ICAC. Head to scamwatch.gov.au and to find out how to protect yourself online, go to sophos.com. That's S-O-E-P-H-O-S.com. Aaron Bugle, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, guys, for having me. Thank it's- you, Aaron. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.